You're listening to the Sourced Property Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Source Property Podcast. My name is Chris Kirkwood and today I'm joined by an established property sourcing agent and investor, Flora Russo. During our chat, I'll be asking Flora how the crisis has affected her sourcing agency, what activities she's focusing on to keep her business driving forwards, and what lessons she's learned during these uncertain times. First of all though, Flora, can I ask you to introduce yourself please? Yeah, thank you, Chris. So my name is Flora Russo. I am 38 and I am originally from Italy, but I moved to London seven years ago. I am a property investor and a sourcing agent as well. I buy and source in the northeast of the country, of the UK. So Teesside, Tyne and Weir and County Durham. Have you ever been asked to source in other parts of the country? Yes. And your answer is always? I think I'm specialised in the northeast now. So people recognise me because I'm based there. And people mm. come to me because of that. So it works so well for me in terms of numbers, in terms of stock. And uh, I've created, you know, two teams up there. And it's not the time, right time for me to change area yet. I think an interesting thing about the Northeast as well, because everybody talks about the Northeast as if it's all one big housing estate or something. Yes. So I was, I was born in the Northeast. I've got family that live in the Northeast. So uh-huh. I, know it quite, I know it quite well. Have you changed the towns that you focus on? Have you gone from, say, Sunderland to Hartlepool to Seaham to Durham? And, you know, have you seen the emphasis change within the Northeast as well? Yeah, definitely. So the first area that I actually chose was Newcastle. But then, you know, after doing a little bit of desktop researches, I went up there and the numbers were not, were not really working for me yeah. uh, the way I do invest. So I had to move actually to Sunderland. You just mentioned it. And then because the sourcing business started growing as well, I had to expand the areas. So I actually now cover nine different areas in the Northeast, you know, yeah. and everyone is uh, specific to a certain strategy. Actually, what happened naturally, because I need more stock so for that reason you know I had to um, spread out and it's, it's actually great because you know I acquire more knowledge as well so I know exactly where to buy where not to buy and I got my power team in every single city or town so it's really good. So in terms of the number of deals that you have on the go at any one time we just had a chat about you coming back from holiday early and yeah. not expecting to be working right now yeah. but in a normal period of time how many deals have you got on the go? Well, I'll give you an example. I actually sourced eight deals while I was on holiday in South America. So um, I managed to put together a team of people who can actually help me to run my business when I'm not in the country. And that was actually one of my goals for last year, you know, putting right. this system and process together in order to have continuity in the business also when I'm not here. Yeah. So I sourced eight deals in two and a half months when I was in South America. And I came back, I had four on the table. I sourced two in 24 hours. So I would say an average of five, six deals a month. I know you started off just by sourcing those deals on, but obviously you've got refurbishment teams as well yeah, now. Right. So. I got four teams at the moment. Right. Yeah. Okay. Because so, I buy for myself as well. So, you know, we need more people on board. Yeah. What do you think has happened to your competitors or what have you seen happen to your competitors during this lockdown and how it's affected them? Have you seen a people that operate in the same sort of area as you sort of fall back a little bit? Have you seen less competition for deals? How have you noticed it? During the lockdown, it's, uh, it's a bit tricky to get new deals. But just because in the Northeast, the majority of the estate agents are just closed. So they right. don't do viewings at all, despite they can 
they could if the property is empty and you know respecting the social distancing they just don't do that the way we got these deals accepted is that because some of them are direct to vendors so we're right. pushing more that way and some others are offers that we are reviewing so properties that we built in the past and we went back and uh, offer on them again and negotiate a bit better i'm not sure about competition uh, about my what my competitors are doing i believe they are focusing a bit more on the um, direct to vendors as well i can't really see that much going on because it depends on your client's database as well i've spoken to my active clients and the majority of them are still keen on buying now although this situation so maybe you know other sourcing agents are in a different situation the clients prefer to hold on their cash so for that reason maybe they're not generating enough business at the moment so when the estate agents come back to you and they say actually we're just going to close down we're going to furlough all of our staff we're going to reduce our costs and we're going to basically hibernate for the next couple of months until this all blows over at that point you think okay what can we do the first thing that we can do is we've seen some properties before let's see if they're coming back onto the market and the second thing that you do is how can we cut the agents out of it completely and you go direct to vendor and you increase is it fair to say that you increase the amount of direct to vendor stuff that you're putting out we are doing some more marketing direct to vendor marketing yes Right. Okay. In terms of the actual leads that are coming through to you and the properties that you're taking on board, would you say there's been any significant difference between now and three, four months ago? Yeah, definitely. Another thing that we're actually looking more closely is actually properties that are going to auction because auctions are still on. We are probably analyzing the catalogs more in details at the moment and see if there is anything that could be of interest. Have you also contacted all the estate agents around that you normally talk to and said, look, we're still in the market, we're still looking to buy, we're ready to go, we're just waiting for you, so that when they open their doors again, you're the first person that they call? I did that. Instead of sending emails, I actually picked up the phone and called all of them to let them know I'm still on the market, I'm still looking. And actually, one of them told me that she sold nine properties in the last month well, April now. Okay. So that means that they're still active. So not all of them have shut. Some of them have. Some others are still doing good business. Over the next couple of months, what are you expecting to happen to your business? And then how have you prepared for that? So we actually got a few refurbishments going on at the moment for our clients. And the good news is that our builders have started working again. It's really good news because that means that we're going ahead with the business. I believe that in the next few months, as soon as the estate agent will open again, we're going to go back to business as usual. So we're going to be doing all the viewings. So the, the way we're doing it now, we are actually preparing a list of potential properties that we can view when we will be allowed. So mm. as soon as the door will be open again, we'll just go, you know, boom, 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 one after the other and yeah. uh, go back to business as usual. It's really important for me in this time, you know, to be in contact with my clients even more because I really need to understand if uh, and when they will be ready to buy again. And are you still getting new leads, new investor leads that are coming to you who are making inquiries because they have the money and they're ready to go? Yes, as yes. well. I do. I had a quite a two or three interesting conversation last week with people with 100k plus ready to invest and that's good sign for me as well because that means that if I'm going to find something, you know, there is someone interested in buying so it's really good yeah and now looking back at the lockdown and the restriction on movement in like six months time what lesson do you think you'll be able to look back at this period and think you know out of that period I've really learned that something I think I'm really learning the importance of relationship during this lockdown and um, 
how important it is to have a systemized business. So I'm actually taking this time to review what did go well, what did go mm. wrong, how can change things to improve in the business, you know? How can I change my proposition? I'm asking clients for feedback that is really important because that helps me to improve, you know, and do things better. And yeah, building that relationship that sometimes when you are absorbed and immersed by your routine and your work life, yeah. uh, you don't really have time to dedicate to. I'm discovering more my, I would say, the human side of the business. I'm spending time actually helping people as well, you know, yeah. people that are starting the journey as a sourcing agent or as an investor. Fantastic. So that's, that's the end of my questions. Um, I really appreciate your time. I know you're very busy. I think you said that you've got multiple webinars booked in today. So yet again, another fantastic example of always learning, always seeing what else you can be doing. So I'll let you get back to your webinars. And um, let me just say, you know, it's lovely to catch up with you again. If ever you need anything from me, then by all means, get in touch and uh, I'll be happy to help you out with anything. Thank you, Chris. Likewise. Thank you. Have a great day and speak soon. Okay. Thanks very much. See you. you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Sourced Property Podcast. Visit sourced.co for free training videos and blogs. 